Fewer things are more important to blockchain and crypto going mainstream than for mainstream businesses to adopt the tech. Makes sense, right? Well, in this week's news, we'll share how PayPal, Venmo, and 7-Eleven are all making moves towards that adoption. Max Kaiser says protesting does nothing, but the best protest is to buy Bitcoin. And William Shatner, yes, that William Shatner, is tokenizing his memorabilia on the Wax blockchain. That and much more lies ahead today. So prepare to beam up for our bad news episode number 421 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. No farts included. From our studios in Denver, Colorado and Kansas City, Missouri, beamed through miles and miles of fiber for some of you bouncing off satellites to reach all ears around the world, this is the Bad Crypto Podcast. Yes, it is. And I'm still laughing. No farts included. I don't know if you guys caught that last week. <laughs> Bad news. Oh, my God. That was so fun. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Again. <laughs> news to share with you. Thank you so much for making this show a hit. Honestly, this it wouldn't be without you. It would just be us, you know, being two guys talking crypto and having fun. You know, we'd be doing it regardless if there was 10 or 10,000 of y'all listening. But the fact that there is 10,000, you know, listening, that just that makes us super happy. And so thank you for being in that number. And we would appreciate it if you shared the show with others. Yeah, if you like the show. Was uh, that a burp? Did you just burp? No, I kind of coughed, but I tried I to mute. Up. I kind of muted it. Yeah, no, I mean, it was, it was like... I think it was like a half a mute. It was like a mute. It was a half a burp. It was just well, a burp. It was more of a cough. It was kind of a, <clears throat> but like a mute. So yeah, yeah, we're having a lot of fun here. You know, folks, like not only did we put on the show, uh, we've done virtual blockchain week, created bad coin, did, did a lot of different speak all over and having fun doing that. But we are just having so much fun on this blockchain heroes thing, man. And growing the community on that. We'll talk about that a little bit later on Dude. at the end of the show. By the way, uh, about Badcoin, did you see the rig, the Raspberry Pi rig that this guy set up in the Badcoin community on Telegram? I did see that. He's got pictures of this thing, this huge rack. He's like, he's seriously mining bad. Yeah, we got a lot of people mining bad, loving it. It's like, we got to get, you know, that's one of those things, though. It's like. It'd be nice to get these on some exchanges, but SEC rule says we can't actively be an active participant and promote it. So if there's any people out there who want to get bad coin on an exchange and know some people who know some people, we'd like to know some people. What we can promote is one of our show sponsors, eToro. They offer a wide variety of cryptos for trading, and you could build a diversified portfolio with 14 of the most popular coins, millions of registered users around the world, and a whole array of innovative trading and investment tools. And we're basically pleading with you guys to let us give you $50 in free Bitcoin. If you are a U.S. citizen and you have not yet installed the eToro app, go to badco.in forward slash eToro. All you got to do is follow the steps there 
put $50 in your eToro account, buy crypto with that $50 and you'll double your money. You just yeah. follow the instructions to send us the receipts. We'll check it out. Make sure eToro says, yep, they did that. And then we'll send you $50 in Bitcoin. I mean, you can't double your Bitcoin money, you know, right now in the markets because it's just kind of hovering in the 9,000s, but we'll double your 50 bucks. So go ahead, badco.in forward slash eToro. What you waiting for? Hold on, hold on. Stop the podcast right now. I know you've been procrastinating this. You've been thinking, hey, I'll do that sometime. And then sometime never comes because you're a procrastinator. So right now, pause the show. Badco.in forward slash eToro. Start the process. Fund it with $50. And then you're going to get $50 in Bitcoin. We've sent out, I don't know, so much. We've sent out so much Bitcoin that people have literally given it away. Yeah. And you don't have any yet because you're a procrastinator. So stop and go. And and so we're going to pause the show now and play this elevator music. And welcome back to the Bad Crypto Podcast. Congratulations you know, on getting your $50. Do you know what song that is? It was We Just Made It Up. I don't know. No, dude. That's classic elevator music. That's the girl from Ipanema. Okay, nice. Yeah, now I got to add it to the playlist. All right, let's do some news. Timestamp, June the 26th in the year of 2020, almost halfway through this incredibly crappy year. Godforsaken year. Oh, my gosh. It, I don't want to reset the year. Let's just skip ahead, uh, you know, to 2021. It is 2.02 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Coingecko.com is the place to go for all of your market coin info things and stuff market cap is currently 264 billion dollars remember it's all-time high was 800 billion in january of 2018 currently 264 billion bitcoin down a little bit here over the last seven days 91.58 ethereum 230 tether a dollar even xrp 18 cents bitcoin cash $230, $230, Bitcoin SV, $168, Litecoin, $43, Cardano, $0.08, cents. EOS, $2.48, and the Binance coin now is number 10, $15.72. Congratulations, CZ, hanging in there. Very nice. I think we need to do another one of those talking tokens episodes because I'm looking at the top, you know, gains of the, of the last seven days, in the top wow. 100, and I've not heard of a lot of these. So, up 81% this past week is Compound, C-O-M-P, with over $30 million of daily volume. That's cray-cray. Synthetics, network token, SNX, up 60%. Uma, Uma Thurman, I guess, has her own token. Up 56%. Long live Uma. Uh, Celsius Network, which who we know and love. Um, is it Alex Mashinsky and the gang over there, up 55% this week. Token Exchange up 39%, Bancor up 36%, Ren up 29%, and ThorChain up 28%. Biggest losers for the week, Sia Coin down 26%, Verge 22%, Swiss Borg, we are Swiss Borg, 14.8%, MCO is down, Chili's is down, Hedera, Ziliqua, uh, I would say about 50% of the top 100 um, are in the red this week. The other 50% are up. And there's a lot of talk about which direction happens next. Thor chain. You want more chain or Thor chain? (laughs) 
run all the chains. I want some news. Well, let's go to Cointelegraph.com, our news partner and the most read crypto news site in the world. Here's the big news, gang. Um, CVS, Rite Aid, and 7-Eleven are getting in the crypto game using the Liberty X mobile app. You can purchase up to $500 of Bitcoin with cash. That is really freaking awesome. So on June 22nd, Liberty X's Twitter account, uh, which is a crypto ATM service, they said that customers of retailers, as Joel just mentioned, 7-Eleven, CVS, Rite Aid, would be able to buy up to $500, anywhere between $20 to $500 uh, in Bitcoin, up to 0.052 of Bitcoin at this time, uh, in minutes for a small fee. Well, you know, a lot of the ATMs have a huge margin for their fees, right? It's not unusual to spend an extra $500 for a Bitcoin from some of these ATMs. But um, these guys here, there is a Reddit user named Not Your Coins. He made a purchase of $104.95 in Bitcoin at a 7-Eleven. He wanted $100 in crypto and $4.95 was the retailer fee he received $99.58. So, you know, having a, po- a half a percent above the exchange price plus the ATM fee is not a bad deal. That is really encouraging stuff. I mean, because I wouldn't take uh, money from a Bitcoin ATM right now other than just to test it, you know, with a small amount because the fees on a lot of them are jacked. Mm-hmm. But this is not. This is This is really good. So at 7-Elevens all over. So I, I don't necessarily understand. Is it an ATM? Is it just an app? Do you? It's an app. Okay. You, you need to have the Liberty X mobile app installed. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to pick the retailer location that you're going to visit in advance. There's going to be 20,000 retail locations across the U.S. And then you scan your barcode at the time of purchase. So, uh, you know, just go, I'm going to go down. Can you sell your Bitcoin there too or only buy it? I wonder. I think you can just buy. So you download the Liberty X mobile app. Uh, The links to this as well as all the stories are going to be in the show notes on our website. Go to badco.in forward slash 421. And uh, you'll find links to the story, which will also have links to, I believe, the uh, application. I got to tell you, Mr. Joe Com, that is a very promising thing knowing that 20,000 plus locations around America, you're literally going to be able to walk in with your phone and and buy up to $500 worth of Bitcoin. That's going to help mass adoption for folks who maybe want to get in Bitcoin, but they don't necessarily know how. And, and here you go. Wow. I yeah, I think it. it's a big deal. And as long as we're talking adoption, I think I want to insert this other story right here uh, because this is the other big news for the week. We're on this adoption roll. And uh, there's this story here on Coindesk. The headline is PayPal Venmo to roll out crypto buying and selling sources. So the, uh, the, the article by Ian Allison says fintech giant PayPal plans to roll out direct sales of cryptocurrency to its 325 million users, according to three people familiar with the matter. So, you know, it's one thing to have an anonymous source. Um, obviously, they're not giving names here, but three sources uh, within the PayPal ecosystem, I'm guessing, and Venmo ecosystem 
are saying that this can happen in the next three months, maybe sooner. PayPal is not commenting on this to um, any journalists right now. Right. Now, it says here in the article that it is worth mentioning that PayPal has a longstanding relationship with Coinbase going back to early 2016. And in 2018, Coinbase made instant fiat withdrawals to PayPal available. And also in, in the European Union, Coinbase users can withdraw to their PayPal accounts. Also, Canadians can do this. So more and more you know, places and countries around the world are allowing you to do that. Uh, there's also, you know, uh, there's a London-based company called Revolut, which I have one of their debit cards. They began offering crypto to users in, in 2017 with Bitstamp. And Robinhood allows you to do some of that. So more and more companies. Dude, Venmo and PayPal being able to buy crypto on it? Like, are you serious? That's That will be freaking awesome. Yes, uh, this gentleman here, the CTO of PayPal, in an interview earlier this year, his name is Sri uh, Shivananda, said that the company wanted its own perspective and views on blockchain technology to see how it can help us contribute to the concept of creating an open digital payments platform that can serve everyone. We are a strong believer in the potential of blockchain. The digitization of currency is only a matter of when not if. Okay, so this is their CTO. Um, and if he's saying that's going to happen, then it's going to happen. You know, as far as they're concerned, it's going to happen. Yeah. And it's beautiful. I mean, dude, it's beautiful. 7-Eleven, CVS, PayPal, Venmo, like this might be some of the most bullish news that we've been talking about in the long in the long haul of what we've been doing. And Bitcoin actually this week has gone down, which is so weird. Great freaking news, but uh, but good buying opportunity potentially. Again, we're not financial advisors. I don't know if we've said that in a while, but we're not financial advisors. We're not. Never have been, never okay. will be. We're, we're barely licensed to podcast. Do you need a license to podcast? You don't. We're barely qualified. Yeah. I mean, Back in the 80s, what was that movie with um, Christian Slater, Pump Up the Volume, I think it was called? Yeah. Where yeah. he was a rogue radio guy. Now we're all rogue radio guys. We got our own little show. Rogue radio with <laughs> rogue show. <laughs> I think that's going to be the my title of my biography if I ever write it one day. Barely qualified. Barely qualified. <laughs> rogue, rogue radio. So this is interesting because you have, as usual, people playing both sides of the bull bear coin. Which way is it going next? I've been reading for a week that. Um, many think Bitcoin could correct down to 7,700 and no! Michael Bendepop on Cointelegraph says Bitcoin remains in good shape to retest 10K while the BTC price pullback to as low as the 7Ks may provide a good opportunity for buyers. Again, charting this stuff is just, I don't know. I don't want to say it's ridiculous. I just think it's it, it's pure speculation. And again, how often do we go back to what people predicted uh, due to their charts? You know, let me, I don't even know what we say last week that Bitcoin might go to this or might go mm -hmm. to that and did it or were they wrong? And if they were wrong, why are we listening to them? Well, see, that's what's great about this is that we're not forecasters. We just tell you what happened. So it's way easier that. for us. Now, what did happen 
was, you know, Bitcoin lost the 9,200 support earlier this week. And there's a there's another one there at about 8,900, but it could then it bounced back towards 9,600. So the previous support, again, 9,200, it hit around this. Now it's at 9,195. Crypto goes up, crypto goes down. And um, yeah, so now that it's dropped below that 9,200 support, there is a chance that it's going to drop below 9,000. But we got great news coming on, folks. Like PayPal, Venmo, maybe be doing some things. And then, you know, like 7-Eleven and that we just talked about that. Like that stuff to me just seems like it's just great news. And so it's like, but news don't always pump the price. So there's this investment guru named Jim Rogers. And he said back in 2017 that Bitcoin was in a bubble. And he said that eventually all cryptos will be gone eventually. And he is uh, reaffirming that the value of Bitcoin will drop to zero and disappear. It's just mm. going to fall off the face of the earth. It's just going to be. Is that what's going to happen? That's what he says. Wow. He said, okay, Jim Rogers, whoever you are, guru of investments. Here he goes. Cryptos didn't even exist a few years ago, but in the blink of an eye, they became 101,000 times more valuable. This is a clear bubble, and I don't know the right price. Virtual currency is not an investment target. It's just gambling so this is is one of those guys who you know is all in on fiat currency all in on the on the traditional sort of markets uh you know and this has happened time and time again throughout history like the you know back in the day you didn't have a refrigerator what you had was you had what was called an ice box and every day or a couple times a week they would come by with this big block of ice and they would put it in your refrigerator to keep your, your refrigerator cold the people who made the refrigerator were not the people who made the icebox, right? Same thing with Western Union. Western Union did not create PayPal, right? Uh, the person who made the telegram did not make the telephone, right? So here's these guys that have made their money and they're old school and they're stuck in this sort of system and this mindset. And they don't understand that, oh, by the way, we all have these smartphones now and we can be our own bank and banks are going to become obsolete. And it's just one of those things where these people don't get it. Warren Buffett, they don't get it. There's these guys that are that they just they just sort of they're in their own their own their own their own filter bubble, their own echo chamber, and they're not see like Buffett's been horrible with tech stocks. He didn't predict any of those were going to be good. So you know, take it for what it's worth from these folks. Is, is it going to go down to zero? Maybe Bitcoin will go down to zero. But guess what? There's so many other cryptocurrencies out there that will not. This this market's not going away. It's only growing. PayPal and Venmo and Right Aid and CVS and 7-Eleven are jumping on board. Come on. I think that the headlines should really just read, some guy said something. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, on the other side of the coin, of the Bitcoin, Max Kaiser um, said yesterday on his show with uh, with Stacey Herbert that um, the Fed has exacerbated inequality because of its response to COVID-19 and the, the George Floyd protests are just as much due to economic oppression as police oppression. And, and basically he's saying the only thing that protesters can hope for is individual sovereignty. And the only way to get there is through savings in Bitcoin. It's the best way to get there. So he's discouraging. He's saying the protests uh, while well-meaning don't actually change things, but that Bitcoin can change things. Yeah, I think that's it's a it's a pretty good, pretty good thought process there that he has. I think that you know what, it's almost what like he's make, a superhero. 
Yeah, it's almost like he—it's almost like he's like a, a captain. But um, what what I find really interesting about this whole thing is that yeah, we want individual sovereignty. These are things people aren't necessarily thinking about or talking about. And the police states part of the deep state, part of the whole system. It's a whole big system. And if you've ever had a chance to watch that George Carlin. Uh, YouTube's, you know, it says it's a big club and you ain't in it. And like he released that super healthy. Two months later, he's dead. Uh, he went off like that last special he did. He just went off on everything. That's one of the best comedy social commentaries of all time. A lot of things don't change because we're not in the club. You want to change it? We got to get I got to think outside the box. Got to get out of the fiat systems. Crypto seems to be a great way to do it. I like the way you're I like what you're thinking there, Mr. Max Kaiser, and stop ripping up Joel Combs $20 bills. I know, that was nice when he did that. By the way, speaking of Max Kaiser, there's another um, story here from Max on Cointelegraph, and and basically he said that when Bitcoin hits 50K, Peter Schiff will buy. Really? That's it, yeah. He says he said uh, Schiff, Rogers, the guy we just talked about, and Mark Cuban will end up going all in on Bitcoin, and he called uh, John McAfee the king of scammers. Nice. I just want to say that the picture on this article on Cointelegraph uh, looks like my friend Lou. It doesn't look like Max Kaiser at all. It looks hot like, Lou. yeah, Hot Lou looks like him. It looks way more like Hot Lou than it looks like Max Kaiser. Captain Crypto looks more like Max Kaiser than this guy does. Who's this Captain Crypto that you speak of? Never seen him. Never heard about him. Yeah, that's not true. So, you know, something really horrible happened this week. Um, of course, a lot of horrible things happened, but something that made the news around Robin Hood is a young man looked at his Robin Hood portfolio, and I guess he had been dabbling with options, and his portfolio said he was in the hole, like, I don't know, three quarters of a million dollars or something, Ugh. and he took his own life. Oh, man. Uh, now, I don't know, you know, uh, if this negative balance, it sounded like an erroneous balance, $730,000. But, um, you know, the guy saw this and uh, for him, it was the end. He's 20 years old. And uh, Robin Hood is saying that they're going to improve their platform following this tragedy. I'm not sure what maybe certain criteria, um, education for customers. They want people to understand how trading works because they really do. I mean, them and Stash, these apps make it super easy to trade. And when you're not looking at, you know, the cash in your hand, it's, it's like playing funny money and you don't necessarily understand the risks um, that that's real money and that can really disappear. Yeah. Well, when some of these, if you don't understand, if you've not gone through, you know, trading, education, options trading, I mean, I've, I've gone through, I went through some of that stuff way back in the day, and I still, a lot of that stuff just it, it escapes me. But when you're able to leverage whatever you have a hundred times and you fail a hundred times, you've lost that much money. Like, that is terrifying to think about. Like, like that's why I, like I don't trade like that, dude. Like I'm I'm just mm, there's just too much risk in there, and there's just not enough certainty of when crypto is going to go up or crypto is going to go down for me to be able to make an educated guess on. Oh, August fourth, Bitcoin will be at twelve thousand dollars, and so I'm going to bid. On, dude, it's just it's dangerous. Uh, it yeah, to me, uh, hugely stressful. I don't want to have that kind of stress in my life. Got enough stress with Mr. Joe Com working with him. Ugh. I just, 
That's not nice. I know. I was gonna. I was gonna say me. You. You have enough stress working with me, but then I flipped it. Yeah, you flipped the script like that, and that was. Uh, hurt my, hurt Sorry my about the Robin Hood guy. That's a bummer. Hurt my fifis there just a little bit. That's okay. Hey, we're having a blast working on the blockchain. Hero. <laughs> okay. Three well, years we've been working on this shit together, Mister Joe Kyle. I know it was pretty pretty amazing. All right, well, about two we weeks. Two for... weeks from now, we'll be well about two and a half weeks, I guess. Will be our three year anniversary. Out the days. What's the three year anniversary? Is that like wood? <laughs> Just make it Bitcoin. Send me Bitcoin. <laughs> All right. Also in the news, <laughs> dude. Major... I definitely don't want no wood from you. <laughs> <laughs> good. Glad. Keep that. Keep that separate. Uh, <laughs> what do we got? Yeah, major crypto debit card issuer reportedly missing $2.1 billion in cash. What? So a German what? fintech company responsible for several debit cards, including Crypto.com's, allegedly misrepresented over $2 billion in cash reserve. There's a company called Wirecard. They issue Crypto.com's debit cards. They're in some controversy right now. Controversy, controversy. Uh, around this, they said they've appeared. Some of the employees appeared to have defrauded the company. Now, that's one of the things that that that's why I, I mean I like my my crypto.com card, but I don't keep a lot of crypto on it. There's been times where I've had more on it than not. But man, could you imagine if you had a lot of your crypto on there? And which I love the card. I think the card works great. But just don't put all your cryptos on it because man, there could be a scenario where people are defrauding money out of there. So, this wire card people, I didn't even know they were part of the process. Yeah, I mean, this is just like spending money is, you know, what you might keep on your uh, your debit card. But apparently uh, the company's stock price has gone down 50% since uh, this news got out there. The auditors are saying that they're missing about $2.1 billion. Crypto.com is one that could be affected by this. Wirecard is also issuing debit cards for wirex 10x and crypto pay so if you're holding any of those i uh, might check your balance there and and make sure that the monies are are still there yeah so there is an exception uh coinbase card that is issued by PaySafe financial services and so they say that they are a principal uh, visa issuer and that is not in the same level as Wirecard or pay uh, or, or that so well, guess who's in the news again this week, Travis? Seems like he's always in the news. Um, without me looking at the news, probably um, fake Dr. Craig Wright. Yep, Dr. Craig Wright. All, it doesn't say doctor here in um, in this article. Well, they don't say that anymore because, like, vast portions of his uh, his uh, dissertation, uh, his thesis was uh, fraught, was was copied from somebody else's. Well, the um, the prosecutor um, for the climate legal team said that the asked the judge to um, place sanctions instead of going to trial because they say Wright has committed perjury, produced forgeries, engaged into judicial abuse, and the judge on the case, Judge Bloom, said that these issues are unsettling. Consider uh, concerning his credibility and behavior, but she ruled that all of the claims are best suited for a jury to make as a fact finder at trial, not a reason for the court to impose sanctions. And there, the defense team for Craig Wright is saying that um, because he's on the autism spectrum, 
that they need to take this into account when he's making these inconsistent statements to the court. You know, that that is a fascinating thing to think about that. Now, I don't know that we've ever put that put two and two together with with Wright about him being, uh, um, you know, having autism. But the autism spectrum with a high intellectual skills, you know, we've known we've had we've had times where we've encountered him and he's just been like completely brash. And there's other times we've encountered him and he's been completely cool and, mm-hmm. and, and, and friendly. So there's definitely some spectrum going on there with the guy. Now, that's why they say they're going to take this thing to court and let a jury decide. And uh, what an interesting web. Like, this thing is this is going to be a movie someday. August is, is when it's um, due to happen. August 31st is the scheduling for the jury trial. So uh, this piece of news is a little disturbing. There's a new bill in the U.S. Senate to outlaw encryption without a government backdoor. Uh, that, that to me, I'm sure that their reasons for wanting to do that are to, you know, be able to track pedophiles and uh, for our national security. But um, as a personal privacy thing, I, I have a serious problem with this. Yeah. So the Lawful Access to Encrypted Data Act, sponsored by Lindsey Graham, Tom Cotton and Marsha Blackburn, all Republicans, mm-hmm. uh, and they they are. It says they they score really high on the conservativeness scale. Now, it seems to me that you know that's that's not awesome at all because you know if we're going to get rid of encryption, then guess what? Nobody's safe because right. is, is the government you know like the, their track record with technology and and is not so wonderful and. I don't know. Companies to warrant proof encryption. I don't like that at all. That's not companies would be required to cooperate with the authorities. It says the bill would require service providers and device device manufacturers to provide assistance to law enforcement when access to encrypted devices or data is necessary, but only after a court issues a warrant based on probable cause that a crime has occurred, authorizing law enforcement to search and seize the data. It just means we're going to turn to other methods of communicating i mean how do you outlaw encryption how do you prove that somebody sent an encrypted message mm-hmm. well that was one of those things that um when the when the hong when the hong kong protests were going on like they were actually using they weren't they weren't necessarily using the internet they were creating their own mesh networks right connecting the phones connecting the phones creating their own wireless network that's that wasn't trackable and whatnot so you know, people are very inventive, and whenever you know governments and authority figures tell us, you know, something and how it's got to be, you know, people will fight back. Cardano's founder, Charles Hoskinson, he said, "No, I will not stop working on these systems if legally forced to do so." Roger Ver expressed skepticism. He said, "No amount of violence can solve a math problem," and I think that's a great way of looking at it, right? So politicians can pass all the bills they want, but it doesn't change the way math works. So no amount of political lawmaking or violence can solve a math problem. How many thugs does it take to burn down a store? <laughs> that's that's a math problem. Well, that's a math problem. Now, William Barr, the attorney general, he made a statement uh, supporting the act. I don't, I don't like this at all. I think no. there's way too much because the danger is particularly great for children who are targeted online for sexual exploitation, 
especially during this time of coronavirus lockdown, survivals of child sexual abuse and their families have pleaded with technology companies to do more to prevent predators from exploiting their platforms to harm children. We cannot allow these companies to elevate their profits and the privacies of these abusers over safety and the security of children. Notice how they always bring in children and safety and security and, and whenever they're taking away our freedoms, like, oh, security, freedom. Oh, well, they're, they're, people might bomb us. We got to, you know, we got to do this at the airports. Oh, like it's always, they, they always bring in some narrative like this. And these are the people on the conservative side of things. So it looks to, how about you spend your time and, and arrest the people who are criminals within the government? How about you spend time nope. doing that? Nobody's, oh. you know, nobody wants to see children abused except True. for, you know, evil child abusers and y'all should burn in hell. But uh, for you know, the majority of people, we just want to be left alone and live our lives and, and not hurt others. And so it seems to me when you are proposing a law that is going to get in the way and infringe on the liberties of law abiding people, then you're, you're taking an approach that is uh, going to be counterproductive because people who aren't law abiding will always find a way to get around it. And they don't care if they're breaking the law because they're right. breaking the law to begin with. Yeah. Now here's the deal. Guns are illegal in New York city, but guess what? Now that the cops aren't around shootings have skyrocketed, but Chicago why too. is that? Oh, criminals Ch don't listen to rules. Hmm. Chicago too. Chicago's gun free zone um, laws. You know, there's more shootings every weekend there. Uh, it's tragic. It's just absolutely horrible. It is. It's absolutely. But why? I don't understand. They're illegal. Crypto is one of the answers, gang, which is why we are fans of the Divi Project, and they're taking early signups right now for their new digital finance ecosystem that's going to offer crypto debit cards, instant bank accounts, and fiat to crypto on and off ramps right in the wallet. If you want to be the first in line to get your hands on these services, go to wallet.diviproject.org. Just send your email. That's all there is to it. We've been fans of Divi for a long time. They've been sponsors of the show. We've been advisors. We've run masternodes. And we really like what they're doing here with this project and encourage you to go take a look at it. Wallet.diviproject.org. It's not an very, very innovative, man. Their new wallet stuff this is beautiful. Yeah. Looking forward to that. So what has happened, Mr. Travis Wright, with Sweden and their central bank? So Sweden Central Bank, they just released a massive report on central bank digital currencies, a 98-page economic review dedicated to central bank digital currencies. So not, you know, decentralized cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin, but sort of like the one that's been created in China, the, yuan, the digital yuan. And uh, this is a, they're going to talk, they're talking about the e-krona. Uh, they had a lot of interest in crypto. So they have a 98 page document that really talks about what it is, what it means. Uh, it talks about digital dollars, digital euros, all the things. And uh, you might want to go check that article out. Check out, actually, I'm going to actually take the, uh, the link to the article and uh, place it within, and hopefully it's not in Swedish. And do some linkifying there. Yeah, it's all. It is not in Swedish. Hey, all this talk about DLT networks makes me want a BLT. <laughs> what, what is so? Is that a blockchain lettuce and tomato? Is that a BLT? It would be. No, it's, it's still a bacon lettuce tomato. What's a DLT? Donut lettuce and tomato. <laughs> Digital ledger technology gang. We have acronyms for anything. We got DLT, AML, KYC, CTF. 
BTC, LTC, BAD. Yeah, as in stay BAD. Nope, show's not over yet, gang. We got more news here. In Australia, down under, as we go around the world, you can go to the post office in uh, in Australia, and you can now get Bitcoin there. You could deposit money for a local Bitcoin exchange right there quote for many people paying for bitcoin at an aussie post office feels safer than transferring funds online particularly for first-time buyers we're proud of the partnership that they have with the 3500 australian post offices and uh, for their continued openness to new technologies so this is with bitcoin.com.au that's who the partnership is with how fancy is that i'd like to get me some bitcoin mate you know mine and i'm going to send this letter so this, to me, this is a parallel to what's going on with 7-Eleven, CVS, right? These are places that people go a lot and frequent, and maybe they feel safe in these places. Same thing, 20,000 in America. Now he's has 3,500 Australian post offices where you can buy crypto. Are you serious? And I mean, I mean this right here is amazing news, like the, like, it just blows me away. Crypto is going down right now and all this great news is going on. People aren't paying attention to the news. No, people are, well, I mean, people are scared right now. There's a people lot are of people paying attention to the wrong news. Yeah, that is also true. But here's some more good news um, that I think is going to lead more people to mainstream adoption of crypto without knowing that they're necessarily playing on the blockchain. And this is a story on Coin telegraphs magazine and um this is uh in in fact it is currently um nft and gaming week on coin telegraph magazine we'll talk about that a little bit more but this one particular article here says william shatner is tokenizing his favorite memories on the wax blockchain Uh, this is you know it's funny but at the same time shatner has an incredible reach i mean the dude is what 90 years old it's really fascinating to me to see William Shatner going on the wax blockchain and selling his pieces of his life, memorabilia and memories, things he's collected, pictures that he even has, what he even has like a like an x-ray of his tooth. But he goes, but it's my tooth. It's going to be pictures, right? They're going to be cards. They're, they're NFT trading cards, kind of like what they did with Garbage Pail Kids on Wax, kind of like what we're doing with Blockchain Heroes. Um, but they're going to be photos, some of the photos that, you know, have been his personal photos of he and, you know, uh, and, and Spock. Um, others that are, you know, pictures of a tooth. That's an x-ray. And so you'll be able to purchase <laughs> these cards on blockchain and this is his way of kind of uh immortalizing he says they're odd pieces the detritus of my life like leaving the dust of a comet behind me <laughs> yeah i said only in the way that william shatner can yeah and so this is going to be available on wax mm-hmm. also this week which we found quite interesting they announced wax which is the worldwide asset exchange which is the blockchain that we are you know, deploying blockchain heroes on. We worked with their Wax Labs and and, and all that. Well, uh, somebody joined their board this week who is the head of Marvel Games. He's the SVP, EVP of Marvel. He's the head of Marvel Games and he's the head of Marvel in Asia. And this dude just joined the board in Wax and William Shatner announced he's working with Wax 
Blockchain Heroes is working with Wax, and the price of Wax went down. That's how crazy the market well, People are. buy the rumor and sell the news. It's actual yeah. real product coming to market that drives things. Uh, now, Travis, I'm looking at my uh, my phone right now because I'm actually looking in the Upland app. They did something this week that you you have a short amount of time to do it. It's a partnership um, with uh, with Crypto Kitties. You have until June 30th to do this. They created an island off the coast of San Francisco. It's called Angel, Angel Island. I mean, it's a real island, I think, but they they're using this for people to immortalize their crypto kitties it's a retirement community for crypto kitties so basically if you'll go to our show notes badco.in forward slash 421 and find the story towards the end for this uh the perfect place for crypto kitties requirement then you send them you follow the instructions to send your kitty to a certain ethereum address with its id and then it's supposed to show up in the um in the app and i'm seeing a lot of kitties there i actually sent uh one of my kitties here i think it, it was a bad crypto kitty uh there, there's so many here i can't find it at the moment but i did want to send one in so that uh he can retire there and, and have this happy little forever after in upland right that's pretty cool like i love how upland is partnering with other properties and doing things and uh, we've been having some conversations with them. We might be doing some uh, a promotion around blockchain heroes with them. That could be uh, could be pretty fascinating, you guys. Yeah, we'll talk about that more in just a moment. First, want to give a shout out to uh, Moby Pay. Would you like to say a few words about them, Mr. Travis Wright? Yeah, Moby Pay. They're doing great things. They keep evolving their platform. It's a universal payment ecosystem. Let you. You know, make secure fiat and digital crypto payments worldwide from your mobile phone. And if you go to MobyPay.io right now, they still have the deal where you can get $10 worth of Moby uh, MBX tokens for free. So go check it out. M-O-B-I-E-P-A-Y.io. It's off to work we go. This dude on uh, Twitter tweeted out, just got followed by Bad Crypto, and it's a huge deal to me. I tune into the podcast every single day. Well, we don't do them every single day, so he might, like, you know, listens to them. Or he listens in segments. He's like, I could. You might just listen for like a few minutes, like a couple yeah. minutes every day. I can only take you guys in small bites. So I, I stretch, you know, the shows out over the whole week. He says it's the word, worst podcast ever. And I love it. I learn something new every day with them. Keep up the bad work, you guys. Thank you, Mike 17, Mike G1791. We appreciate that. And uh, by the way, a lot of people are migrating off of Twitter to the Parlor app. Um, a lot of people. Like, this is the first mass twexidus i've seen from mm. from twitter over you know, five hundred thousand people this week did an exodus i read gab has tried and they've built over you know a few years of following parlor's been around for a year or so but this week a lot of big names have moved to parlor some of them already have tens of thousands of followers over there so i am at joel com on parlor uh, travis is at t-w-t-e-e D-U-B-Y-A. We'll put links to it in the show notes. If you want to join us over there for uh, for free speech advocates, it's a, it's a pretty... Yeah, it is not a blockchain solution. So it is a centralized deal where the chances of that... I mean, so somebody posed some questions to me. I was reading about it and all the exodus and stuff, and a lot of people were going, well, come on, this is not blockchain. This is still a centralized thing. 
what happens when some company puts the you know puts the the crunch on them and says, hey, you know, you were not you have these people saying these things, and uh, we're not going to have you on the Apple app anymore. Don't that was one of the things. It actually uses your phone number, so maybe they are doing some. They're getting your email. They're getting your phone number. It's one of those things where it could be a honeypot. I don't think it is, but you just you always got to be a critical thinker and just think these things through and say, hmm, I like it. There's a lot of great news I'm finding on there that I'm not finding anywhere else. So I like that. Uh, but who says that, you know, Gab, they tried to do it, as you mentioned. Gab right now, the CEO of Gab, they ha- Visa says, nope, you cannot have a Visa card. Neither right. can your family, neither can your kids, neither can anybody else who's an executive at Gab. So we're having this sort of financial warfare against people and free speech, which is weird, and I don't love that at all. But for some odd reason, Parler's able to go and do what they're doing without any of this these problems. So that makes me question it a little bit. Yeah, I don't know either. But it's, it is it is what's happening, and uh, who knows? Maybe they'll eventually look into switching it to a blockchain, right? And you earn some tokens for parleying, parleying. Mm-hmm. Or something. So I mentioned earlier, it is uh, NFT and Gaming Week, and the Coin Telegraph magazine has a great article on uh, a quick guide to non fungible tokens, real easy to read. And they are releasing articles over the next week. Two of them are already out, including an interview with William Shatner, and another one why animism gives Japan a cultural head start in the NFT world. They're talking about a lot more things reinventing gaming with blockchain economies, um, dissecting the investment case for blockchain gaming. And there is a a special deal going on uh, with them until July 15th, Mr. Travis, right? Would you like to talk about it? Yeah, with Cointelegraph. So if you actually go to bcheroes.com forward slash coin, uh, you're going to find an NFT that the great artist over at Cointelegraph created this character called uh, Telegrafica, Telegrafico, yeah. and uh, it's a it's a beautiful female and uh, sort of a robotic kind of a thing. But it's like their basic avatar for what uh, Cointelegraph's all about. And so then I took that and then made a made a card, a, 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 a blockchain heroes card out of that. And so you can claim that NFT there, bcheroes.com forward slash coin. And that's probably going to be pretty rare. So I would go check it out. We, there's a, we're working on some partnerships to give you guys opportunities to claim some of these cards that aren't going to be available. These are not in the set. These are extra promotional cards. They will be available to be, be able to sell them on the secondary market. They're just not part of the official set. Right. So there's a number of partners that uh, are super hype on blockchain heroes and what we're doing. Our telegram, Mr. Travis, right as of right now, we already have 376 members of our telegram which is the fastest i've ever seen a telegram group grow and you guys are welcome to join because that's where all the latest news comes out t.me forward slash bc heroes um follow us on twitter bc underscore heroes and of course the website is bcheroes.com travis we had a great conversation um offline with tobin lent tobin is the the head general manager of digital at tops um and it's so he's actually been in charge of all of the tops apps not blockchain stuff the you know there's a marvel card collector app i think there's a star wars one and the garbage pail kids was his first initiative to partner with wax 
on blockchain, hugely successful. And we showed him behind the scenes, um, the variations of cards that the general public has not yet seen because we're revealing a variation each week. And what did he say? About what? About our cards. Oh, he, yeah, he said, I don't remember his exact quote, but he goes, the effects are way cooler than uh, Garbage Pail Kids. Yeah. He said, so he, he, we showed him, we, we basically lifted up, lifted up the kimono and showed him stuff that nobody else has seen. And I think he said something along those lines. I know it's not a direct quote, but he goes, the effects are way cooler than uh, – than the garbage well, they only had so much to work with on on you know gpk and we started with a, a blank template right this is just mm -hmm. came from our imagination and uh you know our goal here gang has been to create the most badass non-fungible token card set that's ever been mm -hmm. created and to create a community of collectors that are you know that understand this nft world and just are excited to collect and trade and build community. And uh, we think we're, we are on the right track to do that. So we've got multiple partners uh, and others are reaching out to us. So the, the hero set has 50 cards, at least. There might, we might have a few surprises in there, but 50 main heroes. And so, so far Cointelegraph has an, uh, their own unique hero that you can claim until July 15th. And there's another one, Travis, that we can announce right now. That's uh, there is. Coin yeah. Coin Gecko, right? So if you go to bcheroes.com forward slash gecko, uh, that will allow you to score that. Now, this is an interesting process. So what happens is, is uh, Coin Gecko has released this new thing called Coin Gecko Candies. And every day you go and collect your candies every 24 hours, then what happens is, and it is every 24 hours. It's like I've gone yeah. like the next day. I wish it would reset at midnight because now I then I'll forget and I'll remember, but you go there the first day, you get 10 candies. You go the second day, you get 20, 30, 40, 50, 80, 100 or something. It, it, it grows. It doesn't go sequentially. But what we've done is for 10, basically all you got to do is sign up on CoinGecko and claim 10 candies, and then you're going to be able to claim your CoinGecko card, which basically has the great gecko on it, which – is uh, inspired we can say it's inspired by bobby ong the founder yeah. of it because it is it's on there yeah. it's different than the the regular card there's a different way different yeah to it so you'll notice when you check out coin gecko candies um there's a, there's now seven different things you can claim on there uh for 300 candies you can get 15 percent off kobo products for 500 candies you can get ten dollars off coin gecko swag and there's others uh we made our entry point real easy because we want everybody to be able to claim this card so all you got to do is claim your first 10 candies and then you can get your um your coin gecko nft uh, drop to your wallet for just those 10 candies. Now we're going to airdrop them all at once because right now you go through the process and make sure you follow the instructions because just clicking one button doesn't get it unless you have gotten to the form that asks for your name, email, and your wax wallet address. You haven't claimed your token. Um, and we're going to airdrop those all at one time before the, um, the official Blockchain Heroes card launches the first week in August. That's true. And uh, if we ever have uh, live events again for 1,000 candies, um, I'll, I'll give you a hug. Or just give me candy. I'm like, give me, yeah. <laughs> give me candy. No hugs. No hugs anymore.
No hugs, just candy. So again, the links to all these, in case you weren't taking notes or you're in your car or you're just waking up for a nap and there we are, go to our show notes, badco.in forward slash 421. Check it out there. Of course, the Nifty Show is happening live every Friday. We're getting ready to do a live show here in 10 minutes, Travis. Um, Of course, those of you who are hearing the show, you've already missed this week's, but put it on your calendar for Fridays at 5 p.m., uh, Eastern time, two o'clock Pacific time, and then join us on any of the bad crypto platforms, whether it's uh, Periscope, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Theta, YouTube. We broadcast to all these places and you can see the live show. Yes, Travis. That was one thing we did not mention during our, our presentation with Coin Genius today. We didn't have a slide about the Nifty show. Probably should have. There was no Nifty slide. There was no Nifty slide. But folks, before you go, you know, if you are on Telegram, Make sure to join our group, t.me forward slash BC Heroes. You can check us out on Instagram, see the whole gallery. BC Heroes is our username there. BC underscore Heroes on Twitter. Check us out, man. If you haven't seen it yet, this is really good. You're going to love it. Uh, on Wednesdays, we did the first community meeting because we want to, you know, engage. We want to be able to provide the news of all the things happening in the uh, the product um, directly to you live and engage with questions and answers. So every Wednesday uh, evening, we're going live. And if you're in the Telegram, you'll know um, how to get into those Zooms with us. So that's pretty fun, too. All right. We got to run because we got another show to put on, Mr. Travis. So much talking. So much talking. All right, gang. Stay you. Stay safe. Stay home if you need. Stay wonderful. Stay awesome. Stay bad. Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of bitcoins and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor. 4Chain!